0: Welcome back to the Dare to Dream podcast. This is episode number 74 and my name is Gregory Russell Benedict.
1: My name is Vincent Van Patten.
0: And this is a podcast about a lot of things, but at its core it's always been about pursuing your dreams and chasing what lights your soul on fire. We are always looking at new ways to improve the podcast, one of which we're excited to tell you guys we're going to be joining an accelerator program soon. And that's really going to tie into what we're talking about today, which is deciding what the things are you want to accomplish in your life and relentlessly pursuing them, despite how you're feeling in the day-to-day moment. Well said, buddy.
1: Yeah, that is, uh, and how we came about on this topic. We, we spoke before this, didn't really know what we we're going to talk about. And we didn't really want to even, we were, you know, our energy was draining a little bit. It was getting tired and just having to think of something yet, We stuck it out because we're committed, and the more we did, the more the creative juices started flowing, and then the energy came. We got excited, and one thing led to the next, and this kind of felt like meant to be, this episode and topic, so let's dive in. Should we start with the the Kobe Bryant quote, my favorite favorite, uh, athlete's role model on the court? Anyway, let's dive in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think so. And one thing, one quick thing I'll say first is that we didn't start today because we felt creative, but we ended up feeling creative because we started. It was, as you said, like we had to, you know, talk back and forth for about 10 minutes, thinking about what we wanted to talk about before we actually kind of caught fire and had this energy. And if you wait for creativity and inspiration to show up before you start, I don't think you're ever going to accomplish what you need to get done. There's this really cool video, we'll put it in the show notes, of Paul McCartney in the Beatles in a jam session where he sits there for about a minute, just playing things. that doesn't really, doesn't really sound good. No one's paying attention. And then all of a sudden he just like slips into absolute flow and ends up recording one of their hit songs and everyone is just like so fired up, but he had to, he had to just sit there and fiddle around and kind of like get in the zone first before the creativity came out.
1: Dude, that, I mean, today, just i joined this like writing community this random opportunity came up and it's pretty much just like 10 weeks of quick 10 minute uh writing prompts and it's a community so there's like there's like 80 people in it and you can other people's stuff but it's just like a reason to get in a creative flow every week for 10 minutes yeah and it's like anything that we do i mean so much creative stuff it's not just gonna hit you and then you're going to want to like do the thing you got to like sit down and that was like a before like i was working on a another story i was like i'm gonna do this first because i know it's gonna help me get just the the writing flow going and just every time i write pretty much like it's it's not like i'm just i wake up and i'm so excited that i know what i'm going to talk about And obviously with this podcast like we just explained it's like i have to sit down and just start pouring out what Whatever in my head. And then eventually just grappling, working through the process, something good comes up. Or not good, but Yeah. That's that's the whole theme of today. It's doing it not because you're feeling like you want to, it's because you've made a commitment to yourself. And good things happen when you continue to sit down and actually produce the thing. You get to flow, you prove something to yourself, and that's what gives you confidence and you know self of worth really it's like not even that i create something good but that i've committed sitting down and working
0: yeah you do the things you say that you're going to do and you build that trust with yourself which we'll get into later that's a separate topic but here's what kobe says here's what inspired us to just sit down and do this podcast so he says i'm not negotiating with myself the deal was already made i set out at the beginning of the summer i said this is the training plan i'm doing i signed that contract with myself I'm doing it. And then he goes on to talk about how throughout the process of the summer, you'll start questioning things. You'll be like, "Ah, oh, man, maybe we should do this or I got to do this instead. Nope, this is non-negotiable. And this idea fascinates me. It's essentially that you make a decision when you're in like a good state of mind. Obviously you want to be in a calm, creative state of mind. But once you make that decision, You commit to yourself, you sign a contract with yourself, and then you do not break that regardless of how you feel when you wake up, regardless of if there's this cool event that you want to go to, that's going to get in the way of your training schedule. You stick to what you set out to do. You keep that word and that commitment with yourself. And that is so powerful. Nothing can stop you if you do the things you say you're going to do relentlessly.
1: For sure. And so this week, you know, we were talking about just what we're both struggling with, what we're enjoying. <laughs> hey, bye, all right. Let's Doing a podcast. Yes. Oh, I got to. Sorry for that. For the brief interlude. My uh, so I'm in a park here, close to the hostel where I work, and just ran into the managers, and yeah. So that was that was all part of the experience, but talking about so you know we before we hop on the podcast we obviously just talk about what we're what we're dealing with and what we're grappling with and something that's been very helpful for me in this whole journey where i've kind of set out to like, come to europe to you know my primary objective is to like write a book about this whole thing and it's i put a lot of pressure on myself to do it and it's kind of i've kind of like i gone back and forth with how much to just enjoy the experience and not worry about what I have to accomplish, and how much to actually do this, what we're talking about, and right, not because I feel like I, because I kind of made a commitment to doing it. It's definitely not an easy thing to grapple with, but it's a great problem to have. It's not, it's not a problem. It's just a you know beautiful thing. So, anyways. It's helped me a lot is just simplifying and like realizing that you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like with me, I don't have to submit articles to different publications and magazines and stuff and just add extra pressure to the experience. When I I want to simplify and focus on one thing, and that's maybe just writing on Medium and when it's all said and done, writing a book about it. And that would give me a lot of fulfillment. And just even the process of like sitting down and writing a little bit every day about the experience, like just taking some notes about what I did today. That's the commitment that I made. And I don't, you know, it's not gonna happen overnight, but just little by little, um, it's helped me to simplify and realize that this other stuff that, you know, feels like so important that I have to be doing to be legit and like a writer and have a big break or whatever, it's gonna be just not really what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a slow incremental climb for the rest of my life. And that's what I'm signed up for. And that's what actually brings me joy is simplifying. That's what I'm trying to get at with all this. Simplify down to what's actually important and like what is going to give you, you know, just satisfaction day in and day out. And it's it's so much just easier on ourselves and so much more doable to focus on a couple important things that are actually matter to you as opposed to as opposed to just a web of things that you have to you feel like you have to do that aren't really adding. You know, are they going to change everything for you or are the kind of things you feel like you have to do? It's a long winded answer, but simplifying has just been very helpful for me. Of like, you know, the kind of straight and narrow path. <laughs> I'll just take a picture. Woo! <laughs> um, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm playing the infinite game with all this. And the only way I'm going to really get there is to realize that it's, It is the long game. It's gonna be very small steps every single day, but that is the most fulfilling thing for me.
0: Yeah. And I think you have to simplify because if you want to go deep into anything, you can't have a hundred different things that you're trying to do at the same time. You have to choose the things that matter and then commit to them, make that commitment with yourself and then do them regardless of how you feel. And I actually feel like we're pretty qualified to talk about this because in nine days or whatever. Once we hit June, it'll be two years that we've recording this podcast. We've been recording this podcast and we've done an episode every single week. We've never missed a week. And if we don't have a episode in the library, in the bank, ready to go, like we'll call each other and we'll figure out something to talk about and we'll jump on. So we've been very consistent with this. And we've also each written a newsletter for, I think you started a bit before me, but I've wrote mine for almost a year and a half now. And there are a lot of Sundays that I don't feel like writing the newsletter, but I sit down and I do it. And I always am glad I did. Like I always catch fire while I'm writing it. And by the end of it, I'm so glad that I made myself sit down and do it because I have that commitment and I know that I'm, I'm sending out the newsletter regardless if, if I feel like it or not.
1: Dude. I mean, yeah. What brought me like happened I sent you the picture a screenshot just on Apple podcast a couple of days ago. And it's like, Daredevil podcast, frequency, updated weekly. And I circled that, I'm like, that's right. Like, that's, a, that's the golden star in my book, of like, just consistency. So we have committed to this. And that, yeah, it is, you have no clue what doors are going to open just by staying com- committed. And it makes life much more fulfilling. But yeah, it's, it's, it's the only way to, there's so much that just, you know, tells us like, so many different ways you could go, and at all times, you could be jumping onto different things and doing it for a month and a half and just not liking it. But power of committing to something and then not giving yourself an option to really back out of it. If it's something that matters to you, and like, because there's going to be peaks and valleys, as you've written of recently, of getting through that, that low point. Because then you get through the initial honeymoon stage, and things are good, you're on the up and up, but then you hit, you hit the wall and I, I mean this is what like our last podcast is about but it's you got to get through the slog somehow and the only way to do that is to not let yourself have a way out and yeah with the newsletter it's a that is just something we both committed to for for infinity
0: yeah <laughs> yeah just,
1: you gotta act as if it's for you you know like catharsis in a way but you know hopefully it could help other people but it's just a A thing that kind of guides you.
0: And that's just who we are. Like we've become people who write newsletters. That's just a thing. We don't question it. And (laughs) I want to read a Stephen Pressfield quote that's relevant. And then I want to talk about the other side of the argument that is also enticing. So Stephen Pressfield says, real work and real satisfaction come from going deep into something. The book you're writing, the album, the movie, and staying there for a long, long time. And in my own life, looking back at what has been the most fulfilling and provided the deepest satisfaction, it are those things that you commit to in an insane way. Like you commit no matter what. And it's that struggle and the striving that creates that fulfillment and satisfaction when you look back on it. Like when I look at this podcast or the newsletter, it's insane that we've been this consistent and done it. And to think about how many times, especially we'll just talk about the podcast, how many times with the podcast we've come up against a wall where we're like, Oh God, how are we going to get past this? Like, whether it's equipment, not knowing what to do with that, or you moving to Portugal and being like, okay, how are we going to continue the podcast when you're not here anymore?
1: And then like, just to think about what iterations happened and like thinking about, you think back on these times and it's like, yeah, at the moment it was tough and like you grappling with it, but then like, see so much joy like just the fact that my hostel manager just came up and like he just took a picture like in the distance of like us doing
0: this
1: (laughs) that's gonna be hilarious but like just i never could have imagined this happening, this this taking place right here and right now like me being almost done with my time in portugal the hostel manager running into me in the park where we think about two months ago we were just grappling with how we're gonna keep it up how we're gonna stay consistent We figured out a way. The first couple episodes were, you know, struggling a bit. I was just sitting on like a back up against a fence with the wind and it. Find a way, you know, but we committed to something and yeah, it's, you'll figure it out. But
0: there's so many things that we can't control, so many external circumstances. But one of the few things that we can control is if we show up week after week. And so enough of us just saying, like, do the thing. (laughs) That's, that's one side of the argument, which to be honest, I, I think we both strongly believe in is deciding what you want to do, making a contract with yourself and then not breaking it for a set period of time. Like be like, okay, I'll think about it again in six months. But until then I don't, I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Like I'm removing the optionality. So I'm locked in. That's one side of the argument. The other side, which as I mentioned is very enticing is do things when you feel like them listen to your intuition and what's coming up for me is intuitive eating like this concept of like eat when you're hungry do the things you want to do when you feel like them and I as someone who is like spiritual and believe in this higher universe like that feels nice but at the same time I know for me personally if I only do things when I feel like them I'm going to under actualize, if that's a real word. Like I won't, I, won't, I won't become the person I'm meant to be because there's no, there's nothing, like I need those, I need that motivation. And I need something driving me instead of just kind of floating through life.
1: For sure. And that's definitely something, you know, thinking about a lot and just kind of writing about a lot is how there's like so much we don't understand about ourselves and there is this deep wisdom that we all contain within ourselves that we can't explain or really comprehend, you know, and how much to kind of live on, how much to live life and let feeling direct you and your decisions and instinct and how much to plan and set goals and chart a path. And I don't know, it's like, it's tough for me for sure. Because a lot of times I just want to do things based on how I feel and it's harder to plan and make decisions and chart path. that this is what I'm going to do and I'm to stick to it but maybe there has to be some sort of I mean maybe there has to be some sort of balance between the two like intuitive eating I'm sure it works for a lot of people um some people it's like no I mean me <laughs> but it's when I'm hungry I'll <laughs> do nothing but eat all day
0: exactly i'd weigh like 390 pounds (laughs) (laughs) i'd only eat ice cream
1: oh yeah oh that's great
0: so yeah so like uh, yeah i'm i agree with you that balance is necessary in all things but as kobe was saying it's almost like for short periods of time there needs to be zero balance or maybe balance is the wrong word zero optionality
1: we we're the hardest to negotiate the hardest person to negotiate with is yourself. So you just say, it's going to be all like, I balance is the hardest thing I struggle with, like just yeah, balancing everything. Um, so yeah, there definitely has to, I mean, a couple of commitments that we've made are the most important things in our lives. I'd say like, I don't know how this whole career thing is going to work out, but I'm not going to stop writing. And we're not going to stop doing this. So we'll see what happens in the end.
0: So maybe it's just working balance into the agreement you make. So when you're creating that agreement to sign with yourself, you don't make it so unreasonable that you're going to burn out and die. It's like there is balance in there. Like once, you know, doing a podcast once a week, super doable. And there's something like kind of back to what I was saying earlier. There's there's something really special about doing the things that you tell yourself you're going to do. Like yeah. I'm convinced if a person if that's all they did in life, they just did the things that they said they were going to do, they would be successful because they'd be super reliable. They would trust themselves. And when you yeah. trust yourself, you show up in a way for others as confident, you know what you're doing and other people are going to trust you because you're a man or a woman of your word.
1: I mean, it's gotta be a Jordan Peterson thing, but that's like the most important thing you could be is reliable, trustworthy, and just follow through. What is the four agreements, Miguel? The four
0: uh, agreements. One of them is be the, uh,
1: something with your word.
0: Yeah, one of them is don't make assumptions. Um, I don't know.
1: Be, uh, be.
0: I have access to the internet here. <laughs> <Let's see.
1: laughs> what are basically
0: the Impeccable.
1: Be impeccable.
0: Be impeccable with, with your, your word.
1: word. Yes, that's a good one. If you do the things you say you're gonna do, if you're honest, let's just get to the virtues here. <laughs> if you're honest, if you if you fail but you're honest about it and if you follow through on what you say you're gonna do, there's not a lot of guilt you could do for yourself, you know, you'll make mistakes but I'm talking myself through this here. But we're all human and if you do what you say you're gonna do, especially for yourself. You'll always feel so much better. Even it's the hard, that's the hardest thing. It's hardest to be the most truthful of yourself.
0: And that's one of the other agreements: is always do your best. So if you're impeccable with your word and you always do your best, like there's nothing more for you to do. If yeah. you if you truly know that you did your best, you can't do you can't do any better than your best. That's
1: right, man. I guess I got it. So did you? I don't know if you read my story, this or my newsletter, but just about the. Joy Peterson, and Mike, just about your privilege.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you changed it to uh, a name that I can't pronounce. C-
1: Citoyens du monde. Yes. <laughs> Citizens of the world. Yeah, it's like, we've been given this privilege, but if you're, so what are you gonna do with them? You know, privilege that you didn't do anything for, you're born in America, but if you're doing your best with the gifts you've been given, you treat them as gifts. There's no guilt that people could use to weaponize against you and you can't feel for yourself. You're doing the best of what you have. And that just applies to, you know, committing to something it applies to you can get to people saying, sorry, you mess up, mm-hmm. get back up.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know that's something that we've both grappled with in the past is like guilt for having privilege getting to live where we get to live. But I think a big turning point for both of us was when we realized that these gifts that we've been given are going to help us have the impact we want in the world and help the number of people that we want to help in the world.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, should I read the quote? Because that's what it's all about. Please. I got it here. There are all sorts of advantages that you have that other people don't have no doubt, disadvantages as well that are unique to you. You happen to be born American, which is relatively good fortune. You don't deserve that in any sense. So how do you justify it? By leading an ethical life. That's that's actually the answer. It's not, you should lead an ethical life. You should, that's not the issue. The issue is that's how you atone for your unearned privilege. Your guilt can't be weaponized under those conditions, not by other people, but also not by you. It's like, I have these these advantages. Well, what are you doing about them? I'm doing the best I can with them. That's how I justify them. I try to treat them as gifts and make the most out of them that's maximally beneficial for me and for everybody else simultaneously. Well, what else can you ask for?
0: Yeah, it's so powerful. And just, I love how he <laughs> says, weaponize your guilt.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he just gets it like with the culture wars and I don't even know what that's all about but he says it's a
0: it's a problem. It's a problem. So I want to hear about the old German couple and what fate has to do with that.
1: Yeah. So it's grappling with all this (laughs) as we do. And this week um I just went out for afternoon and I wanted to go place just like take every route that I hadn't been on like go left and I've been right sort of thing
0: and I did I
1: walked into like a cool like bookstore that turned into like a gallery cafe thing I don't even know what it was but I was told to leave <laughs> <Great>. and then <laughs> Good start. yes then I went down like just this interesting area and found my way into more touristy like boulevard and, you know, it's store after store of like kind of same stuff and uh, just waltzing around. And then I felt this gravitation. It's one store, like the Papalaria, uh de petites Painter or something. And I go, ah, interesting. And went in and this is a German couple, like in a conversation with the shopkeeper. And the woman, like the woman of the couple, looks at me and she's like, it's like a museum in here accent oh yeah i have my headphones in i'm like letting them just talk and after a while i'm like i should like tune into this and see what they're talking about it's been like a while. And i kind of just like, go over and start like just listening and they're just like just talking about pens like old pens and the shopkeepers just bringing out like just pen after pen ink wells and they're like kids in a candy store like so excited it joyful and i just i'm just like wow this is like the coolest thing ever just this old couple. Like she's like just very like just animated and just like very lovey of the guy. It was just like a they were like kids, just like as if they'd just fallen in love and they're just, you know, having a great time. And the shopkeeper was like just as like excited and just bringing out all all the wares. And I didn't like I wasn't really saying much. And after a while I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gonna leave. Like wasn't really you know, I asked a couple questions, but didn't really get too much back. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I'm leaving. And the guy's like, oh, now, now the guy, like the German guy, like, gets some interest, I guess, because like, you know, I was just, I was just there before, and now I'm gonna be gone. He's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, Los Angeles. And uh, just like, then he just starts asking me all these questions, and just found out, like, you know, he's, they just love to travel, and. He was like, "Tell me about just Japanese Not Like, started talking about Japan, he's telling me about Japanese knives. I saw his fingers missing, and I like, said so clearly, this guy's like, "Yeah, just pinky's gone." Like, "Oh," and it was just a fascinating conversation. Brings up that like he has cancer, just like he's like, "Life is short. Like, enjoy it." I'm just like, "Wow," it all makes sense, and subtly, such a small way. I come into the store, like I felt like a just draw to it. The night before I'm like out in the plaza, um like across from the hostel, and writing about the joy that my journal, my pen give me. Like Mm. like I have these things. I feel like a a character in a story, like a like Link from Zelda, like the main character, who has like his tool belt. He has his shield and his sword and like his tools and like how I just really like just like physical analog things. I have like my camera my journal and my pen, like things that I could put in my backpack and carry with me to see the world. And like, I feel like just like a character in one of my old, like favorite video games. Like, how I was writing about that. And the next day, I meet this old German couple who has the same just sheer joy for like, you know, well made artisan things. And I was like, that has to be some sort of, you know, the night before. And then how I was thinking about it, just like what we talked about earlier in the podcast, just the, Enjoying life versus like I have to be doing this stuff and kind of feeling the pressure, and he just tells me he has cancer. Life is short and enjoy it. Wow, it all, it all makes sense and how the simplest things can bring us joy, just like old pens, inkwells, <laughs> and just old prints. Life it can be kind of, it can be simple in a way. It definitely. Makes yeah, it way
0: for yeah. I love those opportunities when you meet someone or you have an experience that just changes the frame that you're looking through your life at you almost replace the lens or zoom out and then you realize that wow okay this thing that i thought was a problem isn't actually a problem and there's so much more than me just playing small attacking this little thing in my life that's irritating me
1: seriously yeah it showed me that just it is all just part of the journey like how that ties in. is like, you focus, you know, you're going to have your problems. You're going to be grappling with different things. Focus on something that's important to you. Stick to it. You don't know how it's going to go in the end, but we're playing the long game. You know, it's, it doesn't matter if you, if you get, you know, in terms of like social media stuff, it doesn't matter if you lose 10 followers or you lose a subscriber to your newsletter, which I did last week. I'm like, okay doesn't like little numbers don't matter it's this is not even for that you commit to something and you just don't know what the universe how it's gonna lead you to where you're meant to go in the end it's gonna take you into life lessons and just once you commit to that thing the universe is gonna smile upon you and say all right now i'm gonna take you to some interesting places
0: Yes. And I'm laughing because that is an experience that everyone should have is losing a subscriber. (laughs) Write (laughs) write a newsletter, pour your heart and soul into it every week for a year and a half and then Uh, have someone unsubscribe. And I totally get it. Like, I understand, but it still feels like you're just getting stabbed in the heart.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a. ego check i guess but it's it's
0: it's all part of it like it's so good it's great those kind of moments are so important in life just the character molding moments like that and wait, this keeps popping into my head i have to share it because we were talking about pens i sent this to you the other day (laughs) kevin kevin kelly is this absolute legend and he writes these blog posts and the latest one he wrote it's like 103 bits of advice i wish i would have known and Here's one of them. They're just short little things and I love this one so much. He says, "Take note if you find yourself wondering, where is my good knife or where is my good pen? That means you have bad ones. Get rid of those." And mm-hmm. I love this. Like you should literally only have good pens, good knives, good forks. Like I'm <laughs> I'm kind of a psychopath when it comes to my kitchenware. Like I use the yeah. same plate and bowl and like spoon and fork because they're the best. Like I just have the ones I like. And I only use those over and over again. Dude,
1: what traveling has taught me to like just this trip is like, I love, I don't need a lot, but like a few good things that matter to you is so important. Simplify. I think that's just going to be the theme, hopefully of my life. Get, bare down to the essentials and just freaking love them. Like this yeah. trip, it's like my only like, well, like, I'm not going to get any clothes and stuff, but <laughs> Yeah so all, like when i went to the books or the store like they're talking about pens I'm like, okay i have my like i bring out my journal but like, here's my pen and he just kind of like scoffs at it like yeah that's exactly how it should be like the old man, the artisan he's talking about like ivory bone pen like inkwell pens and like showing me how like on this inkwell It's like oh, yes you you see, you put it in here, and you don't get your hand. dirty. He's like so excited how like you don't get your hand dirty when you dip it into the ink. It's like you scribe, 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 Dip it in the ink. Your hand stays clean. Your hand stays clean. It was like such a how oh, I you know just being around old German people. The fact that that brought me joy is it says something.
0: And you're it's just my, standing there with your, endeavor. your your pen held out. Please sir, take a look at my pen. <laughs> just will you look at my pen. I I, ha- I have it here. Yeah, and she snapped it in half. Oh, geez.
1: That's the end of that.
0: Uh, The Simplify makes me think of Yvonne Chouinard, the founder, CEO of, uh, I don't know if he's still the CEO, founder of Patagonia. He says, buy less, buy better. And I'm I'm all about that. Just, yeah, find the few core things that you like and that really make you happy and invest. Invest in those and then get rid of all the other crap you don't need in your life and it makes everything so much better. Just simple life. That's it. That's it right there. We're done.
1: Steve, Done. Cracked it. Cracked the code. I thought you wrap this thing.
0: I think that's a wrap for today. A quick summary is uh, make a commitment to yourself, and then for a certain period of time, you don't get to have a say. Remove your feelings and your, op- your, your optionality from the equation and just commit to the thing. I really think that yeah. that's how you achieve greatness and it's about doing the things you say that you're going to do, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what other people are going to think you're it's more important to keep your word to yourself, I think, yeah. than anything else.
1: Yeah. You will be a better human being for it. And you'll be more confident and just happier. When, you, when, you just, when I finished that newsletter every Friday, when we do this podcast, we're just, it's life so
0: and and it. go buy a good pen damn it
1: yeah good night if you don't got one did the just met this homie in the hostel. ah another story quick story Of just like the people that I met in the hostel they're just coming gone in waves but then like this one guy's there for a couple days i haven't really talked to him much and little by little he's just like aura was so like just calming and just peaceful and just started to learn more about him Bruno, shout out, Brazilian. And he's a sushi chef. Just got a job here in Lisbon. And he's just like in the kitchen one day, just sharpening the knives. Like just 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 out of just contentment. Like he's sharpening the the hostels knives just to like wow. help out. Like, God, you are a good dude. Anyway.
0: <laughs> that's dude, that I mean, that's amazing. That's the whole mindset of leave the world a little bit better than you found it. Just wherever yeah. you are, you know, be the guy who takes the paper towel and like wipes the water off the sink in the hotel bathroom wipes the toilet yeah closes the lid scrubs it (laughs) 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 oh that's it all right thank you everyone for tuning in with us today as you said like we are man we are not going to stop no matter how much the wheels fall off we are not going to stop
1: not today
0: so all right <laughs> bye love guys love you guys